Welcome to the PBO Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. Your host here, E. Vandervliet, with his trusted canine sidekick, Woody, where we bring you the news raw, unfiltered, and with no chaser. And welcome to another episode of the PBO Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. E. Vandervliet here with his trusted canine co-host, Woody. Woody, how you doing? Woof. You know, Woody, he's a dog of few barks. Anyway, let's get right to it. Uh, there is a lot of news in this week, obviously, because of the election. It's just not going to end anytime soon. So I want to kind of go over just some cursory stuff of what's been happening. And uh, this whole Sidney Powell thing, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to get real deep into it because I want to wait for more information to come out because it's explosive, if true. And if you remember, from yesterday's show, I talked about it. Sidney Powell, who is now an attorney for Trump, she's on the Trump campaign for this election, and she is claiming massive, massive, massive voter fraud. She is claiming that the system, the software system, election software system that we used from Dominion Software switched votes. Uh, and, and I'm going to get into some of this, but her claim is that these systems these machines were corrupt and the the we put in our vote and the data went overseas allegedly to germany some say spain and there was no uh protection once that happened and then allegedly these votes were shit or switched many many votes for trump to biden and we again are uh, then the votes come back and Biden has this massive win and, and it just doesn't add up. And this is why it's so easy to believe this if you're paying attention. It's easy to dismiss this if you want it to go away. That's that cognitive bias on both sides. On both sides, the cognitive bias is uh, there's no way I'm going to believe this election fraud. This is just crazy conspiracy theories coming from Trump and his Trumpsters right? Uh, or your cognitive bias is, you know what? None of this adds up. It just, the numbers don't add up. How could Biden, who basically campaigned out of his basement, all of a sudden come up with 75 million votes, more than Obama? It doesn't add up. So I'm trying to figure this all out, and as well as you are. Where does it, what's the truth? Well, you know, let's go we'll get into a little bit of that today. We'll just keep piecing it together. Uh, Sidney Powell, as well as Rudy Giuliani, say they have evidence of this massive voter fraud, and they are not releasing it all yet. There are things that are coming out, and we're starting to learn more and more about it, and I'll talk about that a little bit. But first, let me give you an update on the election results, because, yeah, there's still <laughs> outstanding races out there. Uh, not a lot of changes. But I want to correct something, and not correct it from me, by the way. Uh, when I reported yesterday, there were five seats left, I think, to be called. There are now four seats left to be called, uh, two in California, one in Iowa, and one in New York. All of these seats, by the way, are leaning Republican. As it stands, the Democrats have 221 called seats for the House of Representatives, and the Republicans have 209 seats for the House of Representatives. It is a pickup so far of 12 seats for the Republicans. Remember, the pollsters said the Republicans were going to lose bigly. Well, they didn't. They actually won bigly. And the Democrats have picked up three seats. So I heard a pundit the other day, and I've seen this also reported elsewhere, that the Democrats didn't pick up one contested seat. That is simply not true. Uh, they actually picked up three. 
Now, one of those seats was here in Georgia. It was picked up from a Republican to a Democrat, but there were actually three Democrat seats in the House or three House seats that flipped to Democrat. There are 12 that flipped to Republican. So, so I wanted to make sure that you, know, you have accurate data. Now, the remaining four seats are leaning, the remaining four seats that have not been called in the House of Representatives, they are leaning Republican, but as we have seen with this election, until it's called, you just don't know. One of those seats is California District 25, and it is a tight one. It's 50-50. Uh, last poll or last results, not poll, but last results that I saw, tabulations, uh, with the Republican just slightly edging them out, just slightly. And the, uh, the other seats, New York 22 and California 21, and uh, I think it's Iowa 2. Uh, well, Iowa 2 was one of those also leaning Republican with just a few seats, slim, 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 slim lead. California 21 and New York 22 have a much larger Republican lead. So, you know, with this election, who knows how those four seats, but if they all go Republican, that means the Republicans will have picked up 16 seats in this election, which is amazing because the pollsters all said, all said, Republicans were going to lose seats. They lost three, but they possibly have gained 16 seats. So that means the Democrats lost 16 seats. So it'll be a very slim majority for the House of Representatives. And again, as I mentioned before, oh, please, 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 please reelect Nancy Pelosi as a leader of the Democrats in the House of Representatives because she's done a masterful job of helping Republicans. So. All right, that's your election update, right? Everything else is all centered around the presidential election and the voter fraud. And yesterday I did um, a segment on the boiling frog syndrome where the, the frog's body temperature adjusts itself and doesn't realize it's being boiled to death. And after a while, it's just dead. And I likened it to what is going on in our country. And oh my gosh, we are seeing this through and through. And it's, it's amazing what's going on in the media right now. Uh, there are two sides in our country with regards to media. The mainstream media have pretty much, and when I say mainstream media, by the way, I'm including Fox News in that. Uh, Fox News is a mainstream media site. The left all of a sudden loves Fox News. They love them. They love Fox News. I'm going to go get into that later today, too, how Fox News basically is sided with the Biden camp on this. So you now have the mainstream media and the alt news. And, you know, it's you, you got to be cautious with both of them. And I've said this before, and I'll, I'll say it again, and you'll hear me repeat it often, is don't believe anything you don't know to be true or you have not verified it for yourself, including everything that I say. Because I will say some things that are wrong. I'm human. We all are. And I will grab something and I will miss a little detail, as we all do. But I'll try to bring to you just thought, just something to make you think and start wondering, okay, does that make sense? Or no, it doesn't. Or yes, it does. And here's the data to back it up. And, and what's going on right now? It's kind of tough. I mean, I spent a large part of this morning researching this Dominion software company. Now, here's what, you know, a little backstory to all this. The Dominion software was used in multiple states. I think it's reported up to 27, 28 states for this last election. 
and there's uh, some people that sit on the that work for Dominion that have some ties to some shady people like George Soros, which I'm going to get into in just a minute. And if you're not familiar with George Soros, he's the billionaire left wing. Um, Oh, the guy's just a bad dude. I mean, if you follow Soros's history, and I, I didn't intend to talk about him today, so I'll give you just a quick overview. Is Soros um, was a child during World War II in Nazi Germany, and uh, he the, the stories go, and the rumor is that he helped the Nazis um, with uh, collecting the Jew, Jewish people's personal belongings. Because if you know your history, you know the Nazis collected a lot of their personal belongings, including shoes, bags, everything. And the room, the story is that George Soros helped the Nazis in order for him to stay alive. I mean, I get that part. You know, this is called survival. And he um, was the man who broke the Bank of England and made his fortune. And he continues to... Um, He's a hedge fund guy, and he continues to work these deals where it's bad for the people that he's uh, bad for one side, and he makes a fortune by destroying like the Bank of England. So that's a very cursory overview of George Soros. Long story short, he's a far left wing guy who spends hundreds of millions of dollars in promoting leftist causes. He's given millions upon millions of dollars to Democrat candidates here in the United States. Uh, he's given millions of dollars to Democratic attorney generals across the country because what he was trying to do is uh, put attorney generals, leftist attorney generals in each state. And, you know, what his goals are ultimately, the question is often asked. Uh, I, I think personally the guy's goal, because I haven't asked him, people he hasn't really said, but uh, the goal is if he can control all this, then he can continue continue the money coming in now he's like pretty old 80 something i think so doesn't have very much longer to live on this planet so who's the beneficiary well his sons his sons are like entwined into his businesses so it's a legacy thing uh but anyway that's not what i really intended to talk about today is i wanted to kind of give you what i know so far about this whole dominion thing so we've got dominion software there's stories that they're connected to some company called um, smart track uh, they deny it which i'll get into as well today there's rumors that dominion started out of venezuela helping those elections and that's really not true smart track uh, some engineers three engineers out of venezuela created that company and the story and the rumors are that these machines are used in Venezuela, and we all know in Venezuela those those elections aren't real elections. I mean, you have 99% voting for the basic dictator. You know, this is Hugo Chavez or um, Nicolas Maduro right now. And so we all know Venezuela. I mean, that country is in such a world of hurt right now, uh, financially and politically. It's pretty much a communist state at this point. It's gone away from socialism, which is all it is, is a pathway to communism anyway. And people live in absolute poverty in Venezuela. It used to be a thriving, one of the most thriving countries in the world because of its oil production. And then when Chavez took over, uh, it became just a crap hole, third world nation. And it's a shame to watch it. And Chavez, if you're not familiar with Chavez, he's an interesting fella as far as he is a, he's a dictator. He is a communist dictator, and he used to wear a red shirt. Now, if you're familiar, red is the color of communism. That's what they use. It's probably why someone decided to align that color to the Republicans, by the way, as a cheap joke. Because I've often wondered, if you often wondered, how did the, how did the Republicans become red? 
Well, um, some news media uh, several years ago just added the color red. And it wouldn't surprise me if the news media organization did that just as kind of a slap in the face because red is a color of communism. And uh, if, regardless of what the left wants you to think, Republicans are far from communists. But anyway, let me get into this story that I'm about to go, uh, I wanted to talk about. This is from um, the Canadian Free Press. And it, it, it gets into some of the detail of what we're talking about here with this whole Dominion software. And I mean, it's just, you know, this, this whole thing is just so crazy that uh, it's hard to believe any of it. So let's dig in to some of this alt media that's coming out about Dominion Software and uh, all the connections. This one is from freedomfighterradio.com. Their headline is, guess who owns the digital switch the Trump votes to Biden voting machines? Now that's their headline, not mine. Now, but I want to address the switch the vote thing is here's what the media is telling you. The media is telling you that it's a software glitch, quote unquote. Uh, then, then the media is telling you that it's, it's a human error. So first we heard glitch, and now the media is saying that it's human error. So let me tell you what really happened. And this is in the Detroit Free Press article that I read a couple of days ago about what happened in Atrium County, Michigan, the, where it was about 3,000 votes, as some reports say, flip from Biden to Trump. Some reports say 6,000 votes. And I think it was 3,000 is what the story had in the Detroit, the, um, Detroit Free Press. So here is the glitch, human error, quote unquote. So what happened was allegedly a software update was not made. And I say allegedly, that's what they said in the article, that there was a software update that didn't happen. And that software update, because the software update didn't happen, the, the vote switched from Biden to Trump. That's the human error, is somebody didn't do the software update. Now, that's ridiculous. At, at, at face value, that's ridiculous. Why? And this is a question I've had, and this is a question we all have. Why does it take a software update to prevent votes switching from one candidate to the other? That's not a human error. If you're going to tell me the human error is that the software wasn't updated and that's why it happened, well, the question I have is why did it take a software update to do that? That's not human error. That is a software issue. Somebody wrote that software. Somebody wrote the code that switched votes from one candidate to another. The media wants you to believe that this software glitch is human error in that but then you know what they well you know what they do though in most of the articles I've read about it where they said it's a human error they don't say what the human error is but what they do say is it was caught it was caught through chemistry before it was sent up that's not true actually what actually happened if you read the Detroit Free Press article and it's in my show notes from a couple of days ago what re, what actually happened is they sent the results up in Atrium County Michigan with this huge error. And somebody up there said, whoa, wait a minute. How could such a red county go blue overnight like that? And people were like, oh, crap. And they changed it. And then it was reported that that software was used in 47 counties. And now you've got the media saying it wasn't used in as many counties. So the questions just keep coming up. It's like, hello, people. When are you going to be honest with me? When are you going to be honest reporters and actually do your job? So let's go through this report from uh, Freedom Fighter Radio. 
anyway, Lord Mark Malik Brown, a George Soros lieutenant. See, this is why I brought up George Soros, uh, whose company Smartmatic. See, Lord Mark Malik Brown runs Smartmatic, and he and and he works for George Soros. And I'll it'll explain it in the article. Is intimately tied to Dominion voting systems, who flip votes from Trump to Biden. His machine was used in all swing states, uh, which they go on to say this would explain why Michigan, Wisconsin, et cetera, had their issues. Uh, now, Canada, Canada Free Press, and this is what's interesting about Canada Free Press. They did a political blog or a story in 2016. Get this, October 25th, 2016, their headline is Voting Machines in 16 States Tied to George Soros Ally. Soros' political track record raises concerns over conflict of interest. This is from the 2016 article. Concerns are being raised over ties between George Soros, a billionaire and political activist with deep ties to Hillary Clinton and an electronic voting company with machines in 16 states. The chairman of the London-based company Smartmatic International is Lord Mark Malik Brown, who also works under Soros. Malik Brown is on the board of the Open Societies Foundations run by Soros. So his brief biography on the Smartmatic website says he was also formerly the vice chairman of Soros Investment Funds and of Soros Open Societies Foundation. This was from 2016, reported from the um, Free Canada. Uh, um, it was a Free Canada Press, Canada Free Press. Sorry. So they started reporting about it in 2016. So the Dominion voting system, again from the article, the Dominion voting system, which has been used in multiple states where where fraud has been analyzed in the 2020 elections, was rejected three times by data communications experts from Texas Secretary of State and Attorney General's office for failing to meet basic security standards. This isn't anything that is made up. You can, you can say this is an alt news site. You can say this is right wing, whatever you want. Prove this wrong. And if this is not wrong, why can't we question this? I mean, come on. Brown is currently, from the article, Brown is currently vice chair of Soros Fund Management and vice chair of Open Society Institute. He secretly advances Soros goals. Brown is also anti-Brexit and a climate zealot. When criticized about his friendship with Soros and living in his colossal farm, Brown claimed he was doing God's work. It's a quote from Brown. Brown's subterfuge with the notorious UN program, Oil for Food, cost the UN $600 million and $300 million cash disappeared. You know, how are these people, why is this company even used? This, this is questionable behavior, questionable connections, and we're using this for our own elections? You've got to be kidding me. Texas, at least, was smart enough to reject them three times, not once, but three. I mean, back to the article. Uh, failed vote software company, Dominion, is an associate with vote disasters. Dominion got into trouble with several subsidiaries it used over alleged cases of fraud. One subsidiary is Smartmatic, a company that has played a significant role in the U.S. market over the last decade. According to a report published by UK-based AccessWire, litigation over Smartmatic glitches alleges that alleges they impacted the 2010 and 2013 midterm elections in the Philippines, raising questions of cheating and fraud. An independent review of the source code used in the machines found multiple problems. So 
Smart, from the article, let me read a little more, and then we'll kind of uh, talk about this bit. Smartmatic and D Dominion failures. Bloomberg criticized computer voter machines and software as inherently flawed in 2019. CBS News reported in 2019 the voting machine lobby, that led by the biggest company, ESNS, believes they are above the law, said Senator Ron Wyden, Democrat from Oregon. They have not had anybody hold them accountable, even the most basic matters. Another concern is foreign ownership and passive investors, like possibly Soros. Smartmatic's figures were manipulated by one million votes in, in its 2017 Venezuela vote. Dominion failed in 2018 Georgia, but was retained and failed again in Georgia and switched 6,000 ballots in Michigan this election. That's alleged. So, it, it, is, it goes on, a so-called computer glitch, quote-unquote, in the voting machines flipping votes during the 2020 U.S. election has caused a major controversy. A so-called computer glitch is one of Michigan counties uh, has led to 6,000 votes switching from President Trump to Joe Biden. It was revealed in Georgia that the glitch was caused not by hackers, but by the vendor itself uploading a piece of software at the last minute. So why would we use this company in America? Why? That's the question everybody should be asking right now. And it, we, it's a fair question to ask. Nobody has given an answer. No, I've seen yet where the question was legitimately asked. What I've seen so far is the media says, shut up and sit down. The media just wants you to, they don't want you to talk about this. Even even Fox News. Fox News is trying its best to shut people down as well. Uh, here's a story, and it's from Salon of all places. Salon is a far left-wing outlet. Salon is not a friend to the right, but somehow they're, they're all of a sudden loving Fox News. So from the piece that was released yesterday from Igor Durst, uh, Salon. Fox News host debunks baseless Trump voter fraud claims amplified by his own colleagues. So you see what Salon's doing here? They're, 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 they, they love this because they've hated Fox for years uh, since the inception of the, pro, the network. And now they're going to put a story out there that pits Fox News against each other. And it's working. It's working. What, two things are happening. People are leaving Fox News in droves, and the left-wing media is helping to make that happen because they want the demise of Fox News. Fox News, if, if the leadership at Fox News thinks they're going to all of a sudden uh, venture left and retain their audience or get a new audience, they got another thing coming. I give you none other than the example of the Drudge Report. The Drudge Report you, you know, used to be a reliable source where you can go find – I guess leaning right news, right? Mostly you found a lot of the middle of the road stuff. You found a lot of stuff. He was the guy that broke the Monica Lewinsky story wide open and became kind of a legend, became a millionaire, multimillionaire over. And he went left. The Drudge Report now goes far left. And his rate, his, his, his um, um, visitors, what do you call it? Online visitor, um, um, uh, hits, whatever online hits, are down like 15 million. I mean, 45% was a report that I read the other day. He's lost 45% of his traffic. That's what it's called, traffic. 45%. Now, the left doesn't care that Drudge Report switched left. They celebrate it, but they won't support it because they want him dead. 
And I don't mean him figuratively. They want the Drudge Report gone, no matter what, because their fear is it'll go back. Right. The same thing with Fox News. The left want Fox News absolutely destroyed because it's not just enough to, to, to change who they are, to switch them from right to left. No, they must be destroyed so they don't rear their ugly, ugly rightist head again. That's what's going on. So from this article from Salon, Fox News host debunks baseless Trump voter fraud claims amplified by his own colleagues is the headline. Uh, Fox News host Eric Sean fact-checked the baseless fraud claims made by President Donald Trump, which have been amplified by his network colleagues on Sunday during an in-depth segment. Sean questioned whether viewers would believe baseless claims of a rigged election or your own government election officials across the country who say it's not true. Well, I'll ask you guys the question. Who do you believe? Uh, do you believe your government <laughs> or do you believe what people are talking about? Uh, you know, I, 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 I couldn't believe when I read this, by the way. This is a fun, I'm, I know this reporter, not personally, but, you know, I've watched him. He's been on there a long time. Uh, Sean, Eric Sean asked the question whether viewers would believe baseless claims of a rigged election or your own government election officials across the country. I got to tell you one thing, Sean, I, I don't want to believe baseless claims. So I try to research it, but I certainly am not going to believe what the government tells me, Sean. That just is not going to happen. I mean, really? You're really going to make this claim? Who, who are you going to believe, your own lying eyes or the government? I'm just like, damn. I couldn't believe I read that from a Fox News host of all people. The false claims he added were designed to undermine your faith in American democracy. Ah, ah there it is. There it is. Remember yesterday on the show, I played that segment a boiling frog syndrome and i played you a clip of all these news outlets saying this is a danger to our or this is a danger for our democracy this is a they all said the same thing here's sean right on cue the false claims he added were designed to undermine your faith by the way not my faith your faith in american democracy yeah you know what sean i don't i'm not buying it because I got a lot of questions, because I want to know um, how did that glitch so-called happen in Michigan? Uh, how was it that there are some counties where there were, you know, there, there were dead people, Sean? We know that dead people voted. We know there were ballots found in the trash. I mean, the unusual turnout rate, Sean. And then, Sean, I'm really curious about the unusual rejection, how low the rejection rate was for these mail-in ballots for the first time. So, Sean, yeah, I got a lot of questions, buddy. And I mean, my own government, you're now asking me to believe my own government? Yeah, I don't think so. I haven't believed them yet. I'm not going to believe them. No, no, no. That's where power becomes corrupt. So if you got somebody telling you, hey, don't believe your own lying eyes, believe the government. What's Reagan's famous quote? The scariest words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Anyway, Sean, a longtime reporter, called out the false claims only hours after colleague Maria Bartiromo devoted most of her Sunday Fox News show to widely demunking conspiracy theory that a software system used by Dominion voting machines was switched from votes from Trump to president-elect. See how they put in president-elect Joe Biden? He's not president-elect. Joe Biden. Trump has baselessly alleged that Dominion machines deleted 2.7 million Trump votes nationwide, and he shared clips from Fox News hosts Janine Perot and Jesse Waters to push the claim on Twitter. 
Baratoromo raised questions about the machines on Sunday as she hosted Trump's attorneys, Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell. And actually, I don't, the way that's written, it puts it all on Bartiromo's shoulders. That's not true. She was just interviewing Sidney Powell and Rudy Giuliani. They're the ones that made the claims. See, that, see, this is what I'm talking about, how biased reporting. They're putting it on, they're now trying to discredit Maria Bartiromo. How soon do you think she's going to get booted from that network? I'm thinking it's going to happen pretty soon. Powell basically claimed that Dominion had changed millions of votes. When asked how he could prove this, see, they made a mistake right there. Powell basically claimed that Dominion had changed millions of votes. When asked how he could prove it, see, this is the detail. It's not a he, it's a she. Powell is a she. Sidney Powell is a female. Rudy Giuliani is a he. But this reporter, whoever it is in um, Salon, Igor Durf, was so eager, so eager to get this out. He couldn't even get that little detail, that, that one little detail. Why should I buy him? Why should I believe him? Well, the answer is I shouldn't. Uh, he's, he's a biased left-wing reporter. Uh, but anyway, Powell replied, I've got lots of ways to prove it, Maria, but I'm not going to tell on national TV what all we have. I just can't do that, uh, which is smart on Powell's side because she's got the left running crazy. They don't know what to believe. They don't know what's going on. They don't know what does Powell have. This is an effective strategy that was utilized by Steve Bannon with the whole Hunter Biden tapes. They kept releasing it, drip, drip, drip. Now, I think they should have released it sooner, and I know a lot of you do as well. Maybe that could have helped, but if this election fraud is as widespread as Powell and Giuliani uh, claim, it wouldn't have mattered because they switched the votes. Now, we don't know that, but if true, oh my gosh, the, the implications to this, it's just mind-boggling. Um, Sean is from the article. Sean fact-checked the claim by airing a clip of election security official Ben Hovland declaring that the election was the most secure election we've ever had. So a bureaucrat. We got to believe a bureaucrat. Did any of you ever read the novel Atlas Shrugged? Uh, it's, it's a long read. Great, great book. Changed my life. Changed how I thought, how I think about um, government and how people are governed and how people aren't really free. I mean, it's just a phenomenal book, long book. But what is happening right now in our country is in that book. I mean, this is like Atlas Shrugged being lived out where the government is the authority on everything. The government. They want us to believe the government is the authority on everything. Do you believe the government is the authority on everything? I sure don't. Um, and, and, I, and I won't. I'm sorry. We the people, ladies and gentlemen, this is America. We were created to push back our government. Our constitution was written in a manner to where the government would not have this kind of control. It is attempting to get over our lives. The Electoral College was put in place to protect crap just like this because in the Constitution of the United States of America is, and I mentioned this on yesterday's show, how presidents are elected. They're elected through electorals votes and the electoral that the, they're selected by our legislators it, people have nothing to do with this and if people would follow the constitution it's possible that all of this gets pushed aside and the electors vote for trump it's not going to happen i said it's possible because it's written in the constitution but it's not going to happen we're, we're not that strong as a nation anymore unfortunately but our founding fathers, this is what we're witnessing right now in 2020, our founding fathers feared. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing that our founding fathers had so much foresight 
that they can see hundreds of years in the futures of what potentially could happen to this government. Now, the way human nature works is this is this is playing out in human nature uh, because there there are groups that want absolute power and control. That's communism, and we have outlasted our republic. Meaning, there's, in the history of mankind, no single government entity has lived as long as the United States of America's government has. Our republic, our, our democratic republic, our constitutional republic, our, our representative republic, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's not a democracy. It's a form of democracy, yes, but it is a, a constitutional republic. So a representative republic. Anyway, it's amazing. It's amazing that we're seeing this play out in our lifetime. And the media, our mainstream media, they're the boiling water. You're the frog. They want you just to raise the level of temperature in your body because everything's going to be all right. Everything's fine. That's what they want. So from the article, it goes on. Um, so he had, you know, security official Ben Hovland declare that the election was the most secure election we've ever had and warning against conspiracy theories aimed at sowing doubt in the system. Yeah, sowing doubt in the system? you damn right I got doubt in the system. That's what's kept this country alive for 250 plus years. And we'll continue to have doubt in the system. That's what our founding fathers did. That's how they wrote the Constitution. So we had doubt in the system, and we should be challenging it. Sean also read a statement from Dominion refuting the allegations of vote switching and right-wing attempts to link the company to Venezuela and Democratic politicians like Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, Democrat. Oh, Sean, that's cute. Sean, he read a statement from the company. Well, here you go. Look at this, a statement from the company. How could you guys not believe a statement from the company? How? How? Tell me how. God, I mean, this is just absolutely mind-boggling. And, I mean, it goes on and on. Let's see if I find another. There's one here um, about Steve Ducey. Uh, here he goes. Even Fox and Friends host Steve Ducey pushed back on the Dominion conspiracy theory when it was pushed by Jonathan Turley, a law professor at George Washington University, who claimed that thousands of votes had been switched from Biden to Trump. Now, get this. Jonathan Turley, a law professor at George Washington University, claims that the thousands of votes have switched. And Steve Ducey pushed back. I looked into it, Ducey replied. With that Dominion software, five counties in Michigan and Georgia had problems, and the Dominion software was used in two of the counties. And in every instance, largely it was human error, a problem, but the software did not affect the vote counts. Uh, actually, it wasn't human error. That is media propaganda. Human error did not write a software that, if not updated, <laughs> switched the votes from one candidate to the other. Human beings wrote that software and then added some kind of provision in here that, all right, you got to do this software update so it doesn't cheat or it doesn't switch votes. That's the human error. Ducey wants you to believe, by the way, human error, my ass. So what the hell has happened at Fox News? What the hell has happened? Now, I'm, I'll be honest with you. I haven't watched Fox News regularly in a long, long, long time. Uh, I'm a cord cutter, but I can still watch Fox News, MSNBC, CNN, and I vacillate between the three. And, you know, I, I've had issues with all three for a long time. It doesn't matter to me. But this is just absolutely amazing. So Fox News 
uh, is, <laughs> I mean, they're sitting here saying, I got it. I here's from the company itself. You got to believe what the company says. You've got to believe what the government says. That's what the media wants us to do at New York times, New York times. No dominion voting machines did not delete Trump votes. I should take the new, the word of the New York times. Sorry. You guys lost credibility for me a long time ago, a long time ago. Salon.com. You've never had credibility for me. So not going to buy it. People not going to buy it. Anyway, when I come back after uh, in the next segment, we're going to continue this conversation. There's still more information coming out on this. And again, I'm just scratching the surface here. There's going to be more coming out in the days to come. And uh, I'll be reporting on that or bring to you the stories that come up and put some comment to it all. Because it's not, it's, it's like there's a ton of information out there on this Dominion software thing. So well, after in the next segment, I'll kind of talk about it a little bit more and then we'll get into some other stories of the day that's happening and then we'll wrap up the day and the next time I speak to you outside of the next segment will be from beautiful Florida the state of Florida the sunshine state heading down to Florida today can't wait PBO podcast politics and brown liquor